Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Monday morning. Racing fans rejoice. Your season has started. And, man, what a way to kick off uh, NASCAR season. A crazy finish to that race. (laughs) It was wacko. Uh, First of all, though, they had full house. And that's huge. I think uh, probably 150,000 people there. And that was great. The drivers all loved that. But the kids are taking over. The winner this time, it's a name that's not necessarily a headline name, but he's, he's a really good driver. 24-year-old rookie named Austin Sindrick. And his dad happens to be president of Team Penske Racing. Thank you, Tim Sindrick. And he comes from a racing family. This guy, it was a great race. And it was all decided by the accidents that happened in the final laps. Uh, Kyle Larson, who dominated NASCAR racing, got knocked out of it with about 20 laps remaining. And he was he was upset, but he did allow himself to be interviewed. But it comes down to the very end. And they have another, they have to go overtime because it can, only, under the NASCAR rules, can only end uh, in regulation after a certain number of laps have been run. Go overtime, and here is Cindric running neck and neck with Bubba Wallace. They get right down to the finish line. There's a little blocking that goes on. And Cindric crosses the finish line, barely half a car in front of Bubba Wallace. So close! I saw the photo. I mean, it was, it was like a, it was like a racing finish. I mean, not a, uh, not a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wallace was, uh, he was very upset that he didn't win. Of course, this is the big, so this is a big race. So but Cindric does get the win, and it was a heck of a deal. Anyway, NASCAR season underway. Probably racing now for almost every week, right through until. Oh, the championships in early November. Man, it's a great way to kick it off, though, and I know a lot of people are excited about that. And uh, speaking of the youngins taking over, you could probably say the thing about golf because they're definitely getting some dubs too, aren't they? Well, Cindric, the racing winner, is 24. The winner of the PGA event is 23, and his name is Joaquin Neiman. Now, Neiman is a Chilean who came to this country. He's been on the PGA Tour and does have a PGA victory. He's only 23 years old, and he leads tee to green. That means he led every single round of the Genesis Open at Riviera in Los Angeles, a really outstanding level. He was at one time, I think, 22 strokes under par, finishes at 19 under par, and wins the event by two strokes. Neiman is not a college golfer. He did commit to play at South Florida, but then couldn't get a visa established or some some legality. So he immediately went pro, and now he is on the PGA Tour and is a threat every time out there. He's a really, really good player. Anyway, he gets the win the Genesis Open. So you have to make room for the youngsters. They're taking things over. You know, it's funny. Uh, you got two sports and pretty big uh, followings going on this weekend. One people are just glued to their TV watching race the other old men taking naps and uh, couches so it's uh, one or the other which is funny um, but now uh, tell me what happened in uh, Team Durant versus Team LeBron over well, the weekend and it was it was exactly what you would have expected the fans got what they wanted a lot of scoring zero defense they didn't play any defense at all in this thing final score is Team LeBron 163 Team Durant 160 163 points to 160 the key is the fans got what they wanted. LeBron James hit the game winner with about oh, three seconds to go, fall away shot in Cleveland, which is his home area. Incidentally, he's talking about leaving the Lakers and going with the Cavaliers next year and maybe playing with his son. Now, this is 
This is a personal observation. Saw his son play down here in the Tournament of Champions, Bronny. I don't think he's ready for the pros yet. He's got a long way to go. But, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. The name is the name is what the fans want to see. Secondly, the fans want to see Steph Curry because he is can, he can light things up. And he did in this game. Hit 50 points, 16 trades. And I'll tell you, Mike, you watch this guy play. Of course, he's, the Curry family is basketball family. Yeah. His dad played Adele Curry, played at Virginia Tech, and in the NBA for quite a bit. And the other brother plays as well, not as good as Steph. <laughs> Steph Curry has this habit of going way out. I mean, more than, more than three-point distance. I mean, he's just over the half-court line shooting the three-pointer and then turning his back on the basket before the ball's even gone in. It is incredible what this guy can do. That just goes to show you how much these dudes practice. So, kids, if you're listening, there's a reason. It's like it's like actors' marks. They know exactly where they are, how what strength, because as soon as it leaves their hands, in Curry's example, he knows he hit it because they've done it literally millions of called, times. Um, in, in the sports world, it's called muscle memory, yes. and you know you, you've done it. You know it's going in, just like Jackie Styles when she played here. 1,000 shots a day. That's a 1,000 shots a day, folks. Mike Holmes it. and Ned Reynolds take a thousand shots every ten years. <laughs> if you if, if you want to be good at anything, whether it's sports, music, anything, you got to practice. Nobody, I mean, there is there is God given talent, but you got to take that and you got to and, and morph it into what some of these guys do. And uh, yeah, that's Curry's always been one of the best shooters in the league, oh, yeah. hands down. Davidson University yeah. guy and a, a guy who can really play. Anyway, he hit fifty. Crowd loved it. Crowd got what they wanted. 163-160, LeBron, Team LeBron wins the game. Well, more importantly, did Ned, Team Ned get what he wanted? Yeah, I didn't, uh, in all honesty, didn't watch a great deal of it. Watched some, but I was kind of glued to the Missouri basketball game. Missouri played on a Sunday mm-hmm. night, which is very rare. So, Missouri Valley Conference is getting tight, and it's getting close to the end, and there was a battle for first place. Where my Bears at, Ned? Did not get it. Ah, it sucks. It, it really did, and yet the Bears did not play a bad basketball game at all, in my opinion. It was the Bears against UNI, Northern Iowa, up in Cedar Falls, Iowa, yesterday afternoon. And Cedar Falls is, is a tough place to play, always has been. But the Bears, while they gave it their all, didn't have the scoring potential that Northern Iowa did. Northern Iowa wins it 95-75. to 75. And yet, in my opinion, the Bears did not play a bad basketball game at all. Northern Iowa shot unconscious. Now, there's a reason why they were able to do that. They're a good shooting team, number one. But number two, the Bears play a very aggressive man-to-man defense. Northern Iowa runs a motion offense, and they have good athletes, good perimeter shooters. When you play that man-to-man, there's occasionally going to a player getting lost on defense. And that did happen to the Bears. And A.J. Green of Northern Iowa lit the Bears up for 21. Gage Prim had 24 for the Bears, but that was it. Didn't get a whole lot of uh, help. Here's the deal, the difference. Northern Iowa shot 13 trays, and the Bears shot 6. They're saying, well, that's not that big a number (laughs) until you figure the amount of points. 13 trays is 39 points. Six trays is 18 points, 39 to 18. Northern Iowa scored, outscored the Bears from three-point distance. There is the difference in a 95-75 game. Now, they're, the Bears are one game out of first. There's still two games to play. A lot of interesting things can happen. 
But that was a tough loss for Missouri State. They'll be home Wednesday night to play their final home game of the year against Bradley. Let's get as many people as we can to uh, send them off for a really good season. It really was. They had a great season. Uh, a few missteps, but really overall, you got to be proud of the Bears oh, yeah. for the way they did. Um, same thing could be said about the Lady Bears and Lady Ban- Lady Panthers. They're, they're winning as big as expected, and they had some games over the weekend. Did they, they did. get the dubs? They did. Lady Bears went on the road for two key, uh, two key games, one against Illinois State, the league leader, and the Lady Bears ran them out. A really nice game on Friday night. Then the second game was yesterday against Bradley, and the Lady Bears won that one rather easily. They sweep that road trip, and now they are 20-5 and five on the year. Meanwhile, the Drury teams are on the road as well. The guys, you know, they had a tough time. Uh, but the Lady Panthers crushed Indianapolis 84-56, uh, to 56, and this is after losing a game at Lewis on Friday night. Well, the Lady Panthers are now 25-4 and four on the year, 25 wins, 4 losses, and a very good nationally ranked team. They do have their star player back, Paige Robinson, and she is scoring well. The team is going to have to muscle up and play some pretty good basketball because they have tournament time coming up plus the Division II regionals and hopefully a Division II national championship. We'll see what happens. Great to get that player back on the team just in time, my man. Uh, college baseball season is off to a ringing start, and uh, Missouri State and Jury both played over the weekend, didn't they? The Bears were down in Conway, Arkansas, to play the uh, Central Arkansas Bears. They're both nicknamed in the Ursine category. Anyway, the Bears, Missouri State Bears, take two out of three from Central Arkansas, including scores of 15 to two and 19 to two. And Missouri State probably, when you look back, should have won Friday's game as well. Lost seven to four, but they left 11 oh, runners God, on base. Out hit this team big time. Missouri State can hit. They have a very good offense. Their pitching was pretty good. They blanked Central Arkansas for the most part. Take two out of three and play Oral Roberts. Now, the Drury team is undefeated. They have played seven games. Now, get this. They Over the weekend, they played Winona State from Minnesota and won by scores of 17-2, to 16-4, and 9-2. to Now, Drury opened the season last week. Division II teams can do that. They've played seven games, won all seven of them, and outscored their opposition 95-22. to Damn. Scott Nasby's team, they're a bunch of Babe Ruths. Who are they playing, though? <laughs> well, Fort Hayes State is an MIAA team, not a great one. And Winona State from Minnesota was down here on their quote-unquote southern trip. <laughs> anyway, the South, hey, we'll take that any day. It was warm enough for them to play three games, and they did play them. The Drury team is really good. Now, they do have some pretty good contests coming up. Play Wisconsin Parkside coming up this weekend. All those games are down here, mm-hmm. and that is helping matters immensely. Yeah, well, hey, man, you take the dubs when you can, Ned. Just like today, you get a dub as well. I'll see you tomorrow, sir. Sure.